This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself, change the world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. And I'm going to be talking about more ways to live your own life, to really, truly connect, as we've been talking these past few weeks, connecting to the deeper truth of who you are, and then how to bring that forward, right? So it's so easy to have things get in the way of our ability to uh, really be able to connect and express ourselves. And we've been talking about so many of the ways that we can get caught in that process. And, and we can get caught by, you know, the way that we are, are not connected to ourself and the things that we put in the way of connecting to ourself, not having really the understanding or sensory perception of what it means to be connected to ourself, right? We can lose sight when we get triggered. There are all these things that can happen, you know, as we, um, as we're connecting to ourself, we're trying to find ways to express it, right? But, you know, when it comes down to it, right, there's this really important place of choice, right? A, A place of choice where you are either making the decision to live your life according to that deep inner truth, your integrity, um, to live your life according to your values, your aspirations, and your beliefs, um, to follow your curiosity and your passion, right? To connect, you know, to the root source of all of that, which is actually beyond all of those things. Right? We make a choice to do that versus get caught up in things another way. Uh, you know, getting caught up in, in things another way is when we, we start looking at what other people want. We start looking at, um, the, our problems. Right? Focusing, I want to talk about that extensively today, actually, how we can focus on our problems and it can take us away from, you know, really being able to uh, have that access to ourself. So, uh, we can, we can choose a number of different things that bring us away from, away from, that deeper 
sense of self. And you know, one of the things that I've been talking about that I want to revisit today is that when I talk about uh, connecting with the the truth of who you are, connecting with that deep self, you know, there's one way to look at it where it's kind of uh, like binary. It's one or the other. You're either connected or you're not connected, right? There's another way to look at it where it's more of a continuum. And in that continuum, you know, you are – you're – simultaneously connected and, you know, expressing through your personality, right? I talked about that for a little bit. And the the reason that this is important is because when I say connecting to the truth of who you are in and the choice that we're making, it's like we're making a choice to connect in at a deeper level, with ourself, but that doesn't mean every single moment is that absolute deepest truth of who we are. You know what I'm saying? We're either moving in the direction of that. We're either doing things that help us express that truth of who we are, or we're doing things that bring us away from it. But that one action might not bring us all the way away or all the way to it. You know, it depends really on the, the lens that we're using to look at this because as we're gaining the, the skills, it makes sense to look at it from different perspectives. So this choice, this, this point, um, and I'm going to set up a number of different scenarios where we have this choice, but the choice is basically between stepping in more fully to truly living your life, right? Or stepping away, right? Doing something that distracts you from the deeper expression of who you are, that muddies it, that clouds it up. And when we connect in deeply with ourselves and we we make that effort to express more and more of our full self, we gain quite a bit. And some of the things that we gain is that we feel more free. And because of that, we're more, we're more able to step into the things that we want in life, the relationships that we want in life, the success that we want in life, all of that kind of stuff. We're healthier because we're in more of a state of flow and less of a state of interruption. You know, we have, we have sort of a, a wellspring to give from. Right? However, we don't need to compulsively give to other people. We can feel more fu- fulfilled. And it doesn't really matter what's going on around us. That sense of fulfillment is an inner sense of fulfillment. And by granting that to ourselves, we also grant that to other people. And the connection to ourself helps Remove obstacles because we come out of a limited view of what can happen and we start opening up into the potentials of what can happen. All of that can happen or is facilitated by that choice to express our full self. 
right? So uh, let's let's kind of de- develop this a little bit. So when you choose to express your full self, you're going to be happier. You're going to be more energized. And simultaneously, as you do that, if you're let go of outcome, then that happiness is then that, that joy of being is then self, um, it's uh, self fulfilling, self renewing, regenerative, it's regenerate, regenerative. Um, so regardless of what happens, it, we're on that up cycle, right? We're going in that up cycle where every time we make that choice, we're then happier. We're more at peace. We have more of a sense of well-being. And that regardless of how the situation goes, we are dealing with it in a way that is more and more fulfilling. And when we open that door, we have more access to our full potential, right? It's that same thing. Like as we're doing it, every step that we take starts to open things up. Every step that we take creates more opportunities. So as we step into our full self, we open up more to our potential, So we, you know, are, 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 resp- are paying attention to ourselves is actually met with, you know, a, a deeper showing up. And, you know, w- with that connection to self, we're also able to meet our challenges better because we're actually more connected to who we are. We understand kind of what a good way for navigating a situation is for us. Right. So this, the, these things that we do, like, I mean, that's just, that's just some of the results of connecting with ourself. You know, we, and we've been talking about kind of that process. Like, how do you do it? How do you understand it? How do you feel it? And I want to talk about one critical point in time for this show. I want to talk about that moment when we have the choice of either choosing, and I'm going to make it just singular. I'm going to make it either we choose ourselves or we don't. But we have that choice of either choosing ourself or choosing what is not the self. That could be adopting someone else's perception. It could be paying attention to a problem. It could be, you know, a very limited way of thinking. Um, it could be predictive in the sense that um, if I do this, then this always happens. So when we 
choose that direction, that direction of I'm going to say the not self. It becomes, um, life becomes cloudier and cloudier. It becomes more difficult to make decisions. It becomes more difficult to actually solve problems. And now we're on that opposite side of that spiral. We're now on the side where we are uh, kind of turning down. We're moving away from that truth of who we are. But there are a number of different challenges that come up for people during this time. Because we have a bunch, a bunch of ingrained habits around how we engage with the world. We have a bunch of ingrained habits about how we, in, in, how we engage with the world. And a lot of them come with focusing on a problem in order to find the solution. Preparing ourselves for the worst case scenario. Thinking through a situation analytically, but not taking the time to feel our way through the situation. Reacting emotionally without creating enough clarity. Those are habits that we are very likely to engage in in the course of any day, week, month. It's it's just a part of, uh, you know, our ingrained habits. So our job is then to become more aware of when we are making that choice between those ingrained habits and true to in between are those ingrained habits and who we really are. And this is the really gr- great part about it because you can redefine all of those different things I just listed, all of those ways of bringing yourself away from yourself. You can redefine those as Simply not choosing yourself. And while that might, you know, seem very simple as far as the words, it actually has a really profound effect. The profound effect happens when we realize that not our, our, only our habits, just habits, behaviors that we have, but they are at the, the most fundamental level, either taking away from or adding to who we are. 
in that when we choose to fixate on a problem in order to solve it, we actually only get more of the problem. In a clarification that needs to happen is the difference between focusing on a problem, not focusing on a problem, and denial. So the difference between denial and not focusing on a problem. Because it's not about pretending problems don't exist. It's not about uh, pushing away the feelings or negative associations with a problem. Because when we do that, what we're actually doing is locking in, we're solidifying our connection with that problem. Um, think of it this way. It's like you have two, two boards and you put a little bit of glue between them, right? And you have those boards a few inches apart and that little bit of glue isn't going to do very much. Right, But as you push on one of those boards, like you were to push away the problem, it's almost like it starts to smoosh up against the other one until it's really stuck in place. So that's kind of a way to to understand it. It's that it actually condenses the connection between you and your problem and makes it more significant. So that's why denial and repression don't work because it intensifies the connection between ourselves and the problem. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break. And then after the commercial break, I'm going to come and tell you a little bit about um, what you can do instead of uh, uh, denying or or pushing away your problem. So I will uh, talk to you in just a couple minutes. educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesigner.com. We all want to be happier, more fulfilled, more successful. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to get the results you wish to see. 
Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived. Get the support you need to continue on your path of positive change. To learn more, visit www.katesigner.com. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner. This is Real Answers, and we're talking about the choice point. The choice point between when you choose you or when you choose not you. When you move closer to yourself or closer to the unfolding of who you are or in the opposite direction. And right before the break, I was talking about how... When we push something away, it is not the same as being able to really like redirect ourselves. So pushing something away actually intensifies our connection with it. And of course that creates a number of different problems. And then we're not, a lot of times we've pushed it out of our awareness. So then we don't have the ability to deal with it. That's why when you're working on yourself very frequently, what you need to do is to bring something into your awareness in order to be able to take the next steps with it. Okay. However, once you bring it into your awareness and you're, you know, you've got that piece, you've pulled it out of, you know, the unconscious or, you know, wherever it's been residing, then, you know, the, and you're aware, you've kind of said, I've learned what I need to learn, right? That's, that's, I, I really like that question. Um, because understanding is important to me in some ways. Uh, I like the question, is there something for me to learn from this? Or, you know, what is it that I am uh, learning from this? Because that's what allows me to solidify, you know, the value of whatever this has been in my life. But after that point, the choice is to let it go. The choice is to be able to redirect and connect in more deeply with who you are. Right? So redirect, connect in more deeply with who you are. We've, we've kind of talked about how do you do that? How do you connect in more deeply with who you are? But I want to talk about the significance of the choice. The significance of knowing that making that kind of choice in your life is one of the most transformational and empowering acts that can be made. It's when you've moved beyond identifying the problem and you're willing to become someone completely different. Because as long as you stay focused on the problem, you stay identified with the problem. So the true transformation 
the true healing that happens is the willingness to let that go. And why don't we do that? I mean, if it's so wonderful, why don't we do that, right? Well, that's where our personality, our ego, what have you, takes hold. That's where we start holding on for dear life because even if we don't like something, a lot of times we've come to know ourselves through and by it. And because we've come to know ourselves through and by it, if we lose it, we feel like we're losing ourself, right? So it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a paradox. We feel like we're losing ourselves, but the process is actually bringing us into a deeper connection with who we really are. But that's oftentimes, and, and we're not necessarily even conscious of the fact that that is why we're doing it, why we're holding on to a problem. Because it's so deeply ingrained. Because we're so certain that that's just the way that things are. And because of that, that certainty, we find more and more proof of why we can't let it go. So if you were to think of one thing in your life right now that you really want to change, you really want it to be different. And then if you look at all the reasons why you've told yourself that you can't change it and why it can't be different, you can start to see your commitment to identifying with whatever that is. And that's fine. We can choose to identify with whatever we want. The, the, the difference is in the knowledge that there is a choice regardless of whether the choice is made or not. But it's that deep understanding that there is a choice. That leads to that sense of real empowerment. It really opens us up. So, recognizing that you know, we have this choice in our life and, and getting there by understanding that we have a lot of reasons why we don't have that choice. And being willing to look at them is a really good first step. It's a really good first step. So, just like I was saying, think of something in your life that you really want to change, that you feel that you can't. 
and list all your reasons why you can't. And there you will see all the ways that you are hung up on having things stay that way, having things stay the same. And the, you know, going back to some of the previous conversations, I talked about things like you can't get on your case about that. If you get on your case about it, then that sort of blocks the process, right? There's all these ways that we we get into that snare and try to get out, you know, well, like trying to get out and, um, but it will push it away. We'll, you know, come up with, uh, you know, reasons why. We'll, you know, like we'll, we'll start and, and it just, it doesn't seem to really go away. We haven't quite figured out how to get out of it. It takes a little bit. That's why, you know, looking at this from multiple different angles is so helpful because in order to really understand how to have that access to our deeper self, we need to be able to look at it from multiple angles. We need to be able to put together, uh, you know, a, a way of moving through things for ourselves where we're, we're not getting as hung up as often. And sometimes we can get hung up in a certain way of perceiving things for really long periods of time, our lifetime, you know, years. And we don't find our way out of it. But what I really want to impart today is that there is a way out of it. And one of the ways, one of the things to know is that There is a way out and it can be both very easy to choose and very difficult to choose. Very often we think that we're choosing something different, but we've sort of hoodwinked ourselves into choosing the same thing a different way. And that reinforces our belief that we can't change things. So once you, you know, even if you have a partial belief, a little opening that that choice is possible, maybe you believe that choice is possible with certain things in your life and not with other things, right? Um, You know, for example, we might, believe that we're at choice when it comes to, you know, who we want to spend time with. But we might not feel that we're at choice as far as an illness that we have. Right? Or some people might feel that they're not at choice with who they spend time with. But they might feel that they're at choice as far as, you know, what they eat. So, We all have different areas where we feel that we have this choice in areas where we don't. And what's interesting is that those aren't all the same. If you ask people, you don't get the same response from people. 
you'll see a varying degree, varying degrees of it. You'll see that some people find certain things very easy to change and other people think it's, you know, really challenging. So what can we take from that? We can take from that that some things are, you know, more difficult to change for certain people. Um, but not that there are things that are impossible to change. And, and in, in having that thought, that's what kind of opens the door. It opens the door to being able to say, okay, well, I can at least question my belief that this is not possible to change. Right? So I can at least question my belief that this is not possible to change. Because at least by questioning it, I'm opening the door a little bit. I'm saying it could be possible to change this. I might not know how right now. You know, I might not have any proof that it can be changed. But it could be possible. And you see how that willingness to open up and say it could be possible creates, it creates a little bit of an opening to mess around with things a little bit. To start to see how you might do one a part of it differently. How you might learn to step outside whatever problem it is. Let me give you an example. I think this is a common example from, from many people's lives. But at some point in your life, was it really difficult to handle certain emotion connected to an event. Like, in other words, if someone challenged your authority, did it make you angry? If somebody said something harsh to you, did it make you sad? You know, so there was there some kind of emotional reaction that you had to an experience that it seemed impossible to find your way out of? And wind up in that place of like, how could you? That's made me so angry, sad, whatever. And then you're in that experience and you can't find your way out of that experience. And that could last for days, hours, years. And then did you have an awakening at one point in time where you said you made a new, you had new understanding or a new connection, new whatever. And all of a sudden you're not that reactive to that situation. It's like it dissipated. That thing that your mother always says to you that gets your goat every single time, you can hear it now and you don't respond to it at all. Right? So that change 
that uh, change is the same exact thing that we're talking about. That was your reality and it is no longer. It was your reality that, for example, when your mother says that, you have an emotional reaction and that emotional reaction sticks around. And then, down the road, because of whatever you believe that would fix that problem, but down the road, you don't feel that way anymore. Now, if that can happen, if that much of an experience, something that just seems so real, could be changed, then why can't other things be changed? And why can't we be at a point where we're able to ask questions of ourself in order to move ourselves into a new way of perceiving. In other words, why can't we know a way of making that transition away from the problem, away from that sort of mandatory way of being that we seem to believe? Why can't we just make the choice to do that rather than this big, long process? Because ultimately it came down to a choice. So we're going to go to another commercial break. I'll talk more about that when we come back, and I'll be back in just a few minutes. change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot, but the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesigner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator, Dr. Kate Siner is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your true self so you can make a difference in the world starting with you. Visit www.katesigner.com. Hello, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and we have been talking about choosing to live your own life and uh, specifically freeing up our perception around what is possible, what kind of choices we can actually make. 
Uh, and, uh, I was saying right before the break that, you know, we've all likely seen change in the course of our life where one thing was one way and then it became another way. And with that change, uh, with that change, we came into a new way of being, a new way of relating to something. That's the whole purpose of doing personal development work is that we get to a place where things are easier or happier. We're free from some sort of, you know, negative influence or something like that. And I was making the point that if that could happen over a period of time, then we could make that choice more instantaneously. The trick is we kind of need to know how to make the choice. It's like we're in a paper bag and we can't quite find our way out. So sometimes it seems like we're bumping into walls where we can't get past something to choose ourselves. Because of all of the beliefs that we have in the way, all of those, those patterns, those habits that we have. And when I would have been talking in these previous shows about connecting more deeply with you and the ways to do that, the purpose of doing that is to help build shortcuts. Because you don't necessarily need to understand which direction the, you know, the entry to the paper bag is, but you do need to be able to walk out of it. So there are ways that you can strengthen yourself and start to build in shortcuts. And that's what I've been talking about. Like, how do you get yourself out of there so that you're free to make the choice? And the more that you do that, the more that you can start to find your way out, the more that you believe it's possible, and then the easier it becomes. So it becomes something that you you know can happen rapidly, and therefore it's easier to do more rapidly. Because that would be an example of your, you know, patterns, beliefs, and habits working for you. So you can always use those shortcuts because they can help. And you can practice those shortcuts even if you're not able to do it at other times because just by practicing, it's going to make the process easier. So just by process, just by practicing, it will make the process easier. However, when you're coming up on or you find yourself in a situation where you are kind of getting hooked into uh, a way of being, a way of perceiving that isn't right for you. It doesn't, it isn't where you want to be. 
it is as simple as making a choice for it to be another way. It's that simple only if we can remove all the other thoughts, beliefs, systems, everything, right? That get in our way of doing it. So I want to clarify because what happens is, is people kind of get this and they, they go off with an idea of like, okay, well, I, I, I should just be able to choose what I want and it should be that simple and it can be that simple, but it's frequently not. And then people either persist in a state of denial or give up. So we have to qualify it a little bit that it can be that simple. But that there are a lot of other things at play. We've had this whole life of experiences that are all coming to play, that are all, you know, showing up in how we're responding to a situation. That freedom to be totally in the moment and totally in ourselves is a wonderful, wonderful thing to work towards and to have more and more of. But for many people, there's a lot of things that get in the way of that, that distort that process. And so we have that kind of simultaneous thing. One is practicing the skill of connecting to the self so that we have a better ability to to just do it whenever, right? So you practice, because if you learn how to do it whenever, right, you have more information, more data points, more experience that then you can apply to a new situation. So then in the new situation, it's having the conscious awareness to know that a choice is possible. Right? So not getting duped into thinking a choice isn't possible, which is usually where it all starts. <laughs> so not getting duped into this place where choice is not possible. And then as quickly as possible, as quickly as we have awareness, as quickly as we want to, making that choice to reconnect to our deeper self. When we do that, a whole bunch of new opportunities open up, like I've been talking about. So, this choice point, there's a really, there's some really great ways to clarify it. Right? So, if you are analyzing the problem, uh, you are in the problem, not in the choice to create something different. If you're churning on the emotion, you are caught in the emotion of the problem, not the choice to make things different. Right? So when your conscious awareness is in the problem, So are you. And that means that 
the solution to the problem doesn't exist. Right? It's that whole, you know, you can't solve a problem with the same thinking that got you there. You have to leave the problem to find the solution. Getting that piece, leaving the problem to find the solution, is a game changer. It's like recognizing that you have choice. Leaving the problem to find the solution is the way that you're able to find not even a solution, but more than one solution, multiple solutions to choose from. So whenever you're, that's where your focus is, your responsibility or your choice can be to get somewhere else, to reconnect with yourself or to bring your conscious awareness to another place. And that's a change. Repressing, repressing or pushing away a problem is totally different than bringing your consciousness to a different place. And that is, that is an important clarification to make. So when you can bring yourself to that new place, in other words, this is how a lot of coaching works. Right. It, what would it look like if instead of this is my problem, what would it look like if I had what I want? What would be happening? What would the experience be like? What would be the feeling be like? Right. So it's shifting those states. It's shifting those states of being, being to able to choose that at will. Being able to choose that at will is then, you know, incredibly empowering. Because when you are faced with something, you can immediately shift into what would it be like if it was like how I wanted? And when we bring our full self there, we have transformed the problem. You could say we've transcended the problem. So my question for you at this point in time, because we're moving towards the end of the show But my question for you is what in your life are you wanting to be different? And as I asked earlier, why can't it be different if there are reasons why? Just for clarity's sake. But even more important than that, what would it look like if it was? So, for example, if you were to say, 
I didn't understand that last point that Kate made. What would it look like, feel like, if I did understand? And that would be a basic way of shifting your awareness and creating a new experience for yourself. So try that in some area of your life. Try that ability to, you know, look at something that you have been, you know, wrestling with and find and and find where you want to be with it. And experiment with bringing your attention, your consciousness there. And notice if there are ways that you are not able to, just notice what those are. And it might be helpful also to notice why they're significant to you. Why they're important that, you know, why it's important that you believe that things are that way. And, um, and it doesn't matter what those are. It doesn't matter whether that's, you know, because your mother told you or because it's, you know, their scientific data or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just look at what those reasons are and ask yourself the question of whether you're willing to let it be different or not. And if you're not, okay. And if you are, what might that look like? And move yourself, you know, free yourself up to go where you want to go. Recognizing that whatever it is that is not serving you, is not connecting you to yourself can be let go of. That that is a choice that you have, that you can let go of it when you're ready, when you want to. And like I said, if you don't, that's fine too. But taking those steps will help you navigate And help you figure out how to make that choice more and more easily to be connected to the fullness of who you are, to really be able to experience the gift of who you are and share that with the world. So that's it for today. And I will see you next time on Real Answers. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help. 